Hello everyone, welcome back to Husband and Wife. And then I'm the husband, it's Keith. (laughs) Husband and Wife Learning Life, you were supposed (laughs) to say Learning Life. Apparently we don't finish each other's sentences yet. (laughs) We can finish each other's plates or um, um, other... I don't know where I'm going with this, but hello. I like doing my own thing. I'm, s- I'm still learning how to work as a unit. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the beginning of the podcast, we always do this. Sharing three things that we are thankful for. Hmm. Let's see. I am thankful for just, um, just learning to think about, um, you know, what makes me happy as a person and discovering, uh, that, um, uh, I am thankful for, um, the few good friends I have that I can talk to about stuff and, and they can let me vent uh, um, and it's not really venting like we just talk back and forth about life and I'm just really I'm just really happy that I have someone I can walk side with like another another guy that um, just understands where I'm coming from um, and the third thing I am thank I am just thankful for the way God has just been leading me in my life um and that he's forgiving even when he's trying to steer me in a certain direction and I don't listen to cuz it's scary so uh those are the things that I am happy for happy for Yep. Oh, happy's the other one. <laughs> we were just talking about the seven dwarfs before we started recording. <laughs> so, that's an inside joke. So, one thing, first thing that I'm thankful for, um, my friendship with my, my friend Hope. Um, we have gone through our areas of hardships and we have actually we've had to work through them separately but um, I feel like we've actually been able to talk about them and and we've been able to like just let things go and to forgive each other and I feel like our friendship is um, it's salvaging itself and was that the right word? Salvaging, like repairing itself. Yeah, healing, repairing, salvaging. Yeah, so it's that's happening, and and I feel like with our friendship salvaging itself, it's because of the things we've gone through. I'm hoping that it it, it comes out stronger. So, so I am thankful for. Her friendship. <gasps> Sorry. Sorry, guys. So, number two, I'm thankful 
for um that I'm I feel led that uh so I'm just gonna talk about the little story with this this number two sign <laughs> not number two number two <laughs> Keith is ashamed <laughs> not ashamed I'm just but I think it's funny <laughs> oh <laughs> so we told you uh, about yeah about a month ago I was looking into getting a second a full time job and this last week we went up at church we went up for prayer to get prayer for like just praying that we have wisdom with how to handle certain like we have a buttload of of bills on our plate because we both went to urgent care and Keith went to the ER and so but if those things happen again we well we know more what to do so but while we were talking to this couple who was going to pray for us uh they we talked about this job thing and and the husband of the couple he he prayed that i would find the job that is that fits me that's right for me and even if it looks different than what we're thinking it might look like but finding the right fit and and i think this last week over the last few days um it's kind of been on on my heart that maybe this job that or the other part the other hours that i need to be full time it's not going to bring income right away and and what i mean by that is is writing a book and i've been wanting to do this for a while and i just haven't actually done it yet so and for me to do that like i actually have to treat it like an actual job because that's what it is and and to take 3 hours we're going to be taking 3 hours every morning before stellan before stellan our son wakes up so that i have a good chunk of time to work on it and so and to do that monday through friday and to actually treat it like a job and and my, i i know it's going to take a few weeks before i get into sync with that um i think the beginning's just going to be really really difficult but that's what i'm going to be starting on and i'm just that's one other thing i'm thankful for the feeling um with being guided with that and a third one i'm thankful for i'm thankful for the roof over our heads because in in the money 
the finances, the money that we're able to bring already with the jobs that we have, and that it's able to keep us secure and even able to give us extra to like save and pay off bills that we have. And so it's, I'm thankful for that and that we're not, even though it does seem tight at times, I know, I know we're doing good and that, um, so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. So do you want to talk about what we're going to talk? Do you want to bring up what we're going to talk about? Okay, so we're going to talk about um, what we're passionate about. Um, um, we're probably going to tie in, um, like, how it's important to do kind of... Not necessarily what makes you happy, but that's part of it. But that um, it's important that pe- that everyone realizes that everyone has a calling in their life, whether they're doing it as a job or not. Um, and that and that um, that you're doing that you're some way involving yourself in what you're passionate about about in your life and and it's usually what you're passionate about is typically what got it's usually relating to what God has in store for you or what he wants you to do with your life and calling um where mine is I've always been like um a count a counselor type figure figure to usually whether it's my whether it's my friends in high school I was always talking to them about what was going on um um or how God leads me to pray over someone and then and then he'll give me a word for them and it's usually revealing an emotion or a pattern of thinking um, that, that got, that's, there's something that's blocking them or there's an emo- emotion or a time that they're, that they're, that's causing them to stumble and God will reveal that to me. And then he'll give me a word of truth to say that this is what the truth is. And this is what you're believing about yourself. And that, that, and that, that, that lie that you're believing has to re- be replaced by the truth by by um renewing your mind to that truth and cuz you're not going to change unless you believe that believe that truth and that's really where I'm passionate about um I would really like to be um in a counseling position one day um um cuz I've done cuz God's been faithful in leading me to jobs that right now that pay the bills but I but I think everybody wants to be able to do a job that they're passionate about but I think you have to put in that work um and who knows when that when that will be whether it's two years down the road or ten years down the road who know who knows but um I think that's what I'm passionate about um, first and foremost, I let, I'm, I'm a very quiet person, but I do love people and I do love seeing people healed. 
And that is my, that's my biggest passion in life. I will hand the floor off to you, honey. I get a whole floor. Woo-hoo. Mm. I am passionate about, well, right now I'm passionate about, um, being a mom, being a wife, um, and learning how to love myself. And I think everything that I want to do, everything that I would like to be, it all ties into that. And I feel like I'll only be that exceptional, like, exceptional person that I can see myself as in those areas if I'm able to love myself. Um, And it's going to filter through to everything else that I do. And it's going, like, when I'm able to love myself, I'll be able to have all this confidence in being able to believe myself, believe in myself with doing certain things and and learning how not to care what other people think of me or what I'm doing um, because it's different or they might not have ever done it before and it's a scary thing for them. Um, So, like with me, wanting to write a book, but, and, and then me also doing my own, my own podcast. And I'm going to be launching that in the next couple weeks. I have three episodes recorded. I want to record one more before I launch them so that there are four episodes out there so people can just find, listen, and get a feel for what um, my voice is and like what my style sounds like. Um, so... Yeah, and so those are my focuses right now. I love music. I love making my own music, and that's another thing that I'm incredibly passionate about, probably even more than all those things that I already listed. Um, But I feel like I go through seasons when I'm all in it, and then seasons when I'm not, and I feel like I'm still in that season where I'm not, and... But there are times when I bring the keyboard out and I play songs, um, and I sing, um, just to get through whatever season we're in, and to help me, and it has, it does help me, and Stellan finds it really funny, he loves it, so, he gets all smiley when I play, um, for the first few minutes and then he goes off and does his own thing so yeah um I think the main thing I mean it's it's the book it's the podcast it's learning to love myself and not care what other people think and let what other people think dictate how I 
how I live because I realized like my whole life I have lived in the shadow of what people of people's opinions of me and making those a reality and in what I thought people were thinking of me or what they actually did think of me I was living in that too um, whether they were good or bad um, the bad didn't really show out it was just the, the bad was more like an internal um, so yeah I was always told I was quiet all the time when I was little and and I feel like that paved a way that I ended up living like that if they would have said like yes you are you have a quiet voice but you but you're loud you're you're brave you you speak up and or if they said something like that along those lines I'm pretty sure I I would have been a little different I would have been a different person growing up um, with speaking up and everything but those are the things I'm passionate about right now but what do you think um, about what happens when people follow their passions and what happens if they don't and what what stops people from following their passions well that's kind of leading up to like what I was just talking to my I think my mom on the phone or maybe it was just you when you got out of work but it was just like like me being a counselor um like the biggest thing that stops me is is like well like I do my my passion usually just living my life and talking to people but doing it as a career what stopped me is because if I wanted to be a family and marriage counselor say you need a master's degree and typically um, a bachelor's degree is four years a master's degree they typically say six to ten depending on um, and just looking at that is just like I'm saying I don't want to go to school for like six to ten ten years that's a lot of work it just see it's like I'm looking at how much work I'm gonna have to put into it and it frustrates me and then I don't do it and I give up because because it's I'm not taking things one day at a time I'm thinking like and putting all the stress on me like this is this is going to be a long time before I get to that point um just from personal experience that's what stops me and then on top of that you look at the money that you're spent that you're spending by going to school and you're wondering and you're going and you're wondering is all this going to be worth it in the end um so those are the like money has always been a problem of mine um just with these bills like my like with hospital bills my my fix-it personality is like well if i 
take up a second job or if Jessica works full time, that'll take care of the bills. And at the same at the same time, like faster. But that doesn't necessarily that isn't necessarily good in the long terms of things. Um, you know, I don't foresee like it's scary to have Jessica say. Like, I want to start writing a book. Um, I like the fact, but part of me is like, I like the fact that she's going to be doing it every morning for three hours and treating it as a job. Um, because, because, because I just, you just don't see the results right away. So it's, and I think that's what, how I am with school is it's very hard to sit there and do this and put money into it when you're not seeing the results right away. Um, and I think in a nutshell, that's what stops people from pursuing their passions is, is it's those roadblocks of being patient. Um, you know, you know, believing that this is going to be worth it in the end. If you're, especially if you're putting money money down, especially for school. What do you think a typical thing that makes people stop from pursuing a passion they have? I think finances? Or they're too scared? I think the biggest thing is... Change? I I think I already touched on this like finances are a big one but I think the biggest one is even beyond that is the fear of failure that you're that like even I as I was saying about finances like there was the fear of failure in that that that's what stops people and even if you don't think it like any musician I know, I know that's trying to be a musician, they got about, they probably have about 10 people saying that you're not going to make it there. That's one in a million, um, that are going to make it big. And honestly, I, I think you, if you're pursuing that and God's got that call in your life, um, I hate to be blunt, but people that are going to be skeptics, um, yeah, there's, there's a part that says, okay, we need to be real about this. Um, but at the same time, if that's your passion, you want to surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you and not, and not remind you of like, oh, it's going to be so hard or you that's never going to happen for you. You don't need people like that in your life. Um, you want people that are going to encourage you live your passion but also have the logic enough to be like okay if you're going to do this and this is going to work you're it's going to be hard work and you're going to have to and you're going to have to discipline yourself like Jessica with writing this this book she she knows she's got to if she's going to do this she's going to she's going to have to discipline herself and and get up at 4 in the morning and um and right now we stay up till about 11 or 12 o'clock and we're thinking about instead of staying up late 
get both of us getting up early in the morning, like at four or five, like at four or five o'clock. And I'm thinking about doing it with her and maybe writing a book of my own. I don't know. Maybe if I start doing classes, maybe that's the time I can do, I can do homework for a few hours, for a few hours. Um, if, if I decide I want to start doing, um, classes for, for school again, I don't know. And I think, um, to go back to being scared of doing something that you're passionate about, I think one thing that I keep in, that I have actually thought of a while ago, but then I've also heard people say it, um, I don't think I've even told you this yet, um, is if I, okay, let's say I want to, like, I'm writing this book. Let's say I give up and then I don't do it. And then let's say on the other hand, a year down the road, I have finished it. Two years down the road, I have been able to sell it and it's in stores. Um, so two years down the road, it'd be sold and it'd be in stores and we'd be able to get some income from it. But it was something that I... I love doing, but then I look at the other person of me, like, me saying, no, it was too hard, I quit, and, and that person wondering, like, two years from that day, like, where would she be, and, and she would always be wondering, okay, what if, what if I actually went through and did this, and, like, I could be, I could be where I thought I would be. But I but struggled with getting past a certain point uh, to get to there. So, but that, that's something that I think about. Um, like, yeah, I want to be there in 10 years. I want to be a certain place in 10 years. But I also have to think, okay, if I quit all of that, like, where would I be in 10 years on that side? And then that person of me would probably be thinking, where would I have been if I actually kept up with everything? So, I don't know if that makes sense to any of you or you, but it makes sense in my head and it helps me gain a better perspective of like the two what ifs, if I did it or if I didn't. Well, in my brain, that just says that you're saying that that if you want something, you're going to have to work for it, and you can't just imagine it and hope it comes to fruition, or however you say that word. Um, if you want it to come about, you're going to have to work hard at it, and it's not just going to magically like happen you want a book you're gonna have to write it um like like we were talking the other day that and that you're gonna have several rough drafts um re-editing um putting I should call my first draft a poop draft yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we were, she was talking about editing my book and it's so hard like, it's so hard for me to write. Like, I can't even think about editing or changing anything. I just have to get 
into it and write it and think about editing it later because I will never write it if I think about that. Well, the first time from an English class I took, the first time you read it three times, uh, the first time you just read it all the way through so you know what's going on. Uh, the second time you look for, um, I don't know if it's for, like, one, another time, like, I don't know how many times you read it, but the first time is just to read it, to, to read it. Second time, you're going in with more of an editorial approach and editing it, like grammar, spelling, and all that stuff, and then I would probably go in another time. Actually, I'd probably do the editing last. Um, the second time I'd go through it, I'd, I'd make sure everything flew very well. Um, and if there was any, like, blank spaces or confusion, I would put that in note, and then I would go back, and then I would edit it. Um, so. But with me, I know I'm a good editor. Um, a lot of people have told me I'm a great editor, and they wish I could edit all of their writings in college. Um... So for me, I learned for me to be a good editor for myself, after I write something, I have to take a step back for like a week or two weeks so that when I come back, I have fresh eyes when I do it. And like for me, it takes like a week or two weeks for me to get to that point. So, yeah. Yeah, and I just... You know, I just encourage myself, Jessica, and other people to find their passion. And when I'm thinking about um, with our two our two sons, um, Logan and Stellan, I want to encourage them to live their passion. But I know, but I know, anybody is going to learn that by seeing it especially in their par- in their parents we learn most of our stuff watching our parents and and some stuff with our fr- friends and who we closely relate with but we learn a lot of our stuff from our parents so i want to i guess part of it it's not the main reason but i do think about this that i want to be setting an example that that they can pursue their passions and and that's what I want them to do and how are they going to do that unless I don't unless I show them that I pursued it and it can happen um you know my mom um she she kind of sort of pursued her passion she likes working with numbers um i I'm good with them, but uh, it's like a dull roar to me. Um, but she's, Roar. but she's passionate. She's passionate about it, and she actually tried going back for her accounting degree. She just told me, but it was hard dealing oh, with. That sounds awesome. But she was trying to. She was trying to deal with three kids, and and uh, my dad was an alcoholic so she had to deal with all that and she she just said it didn't work 
Um, and now she's 55 years old and she figure she figures she doesn't have enough work, um, enough work years to make it worth her while anymore. So, but that was, that's kind of her passion. I have a boss at work that he's passionate about art. Um, and he gets, he gets very overzealous about, about it looking really, really great. Um, so, so it's just, it's just different, different things for different, for different people. And you got to, you got to find that. And like I said before, you typically are going to find that by the things that are usually, you usually have a hidden talent that you're good, that you're good at, that people, uh, that whether it's unex and an unexplained talent or people are just always saying, well, you're really good at that. Um, Jessica seems to be good at multiple faucets of things and they're all in a creative, um, creative artsy way, whether it's music, whether it's, whether it's draw, whether it's drawings, whether it's doing chalk, doing these fancy chalkboards, um, her, her gifting seem to be, she seems to have a whole faucet of talents where mine is really focused on people and that's where and that's where my callings is I like to help people find their passion I like to encourage people I like to help people heal so any comments honey no Okay. Any comments, questions, concerns? Okay. Well, you want to wrap it up then? I'm... I don't know how wrap it up sessions are supposed to sound or look like, so... This was our episode about like pursuing your passions learning what your passion is um so we would love to hear what your passions are and and if you're actively pursuing them or it's just a a dream in your head but that you want to pursue later down the road we would love to hear from you and and what yours are um just leave us a message or something like that so um this is this is the wrap of our episode we will talk at you guys in two weeks yep okay bye bye